Welcome back to your ongoing pursuit of your Bachelors of Multifamily Science here at the Apartment Academy. I'm your host, Daniel Cunningham, the Dean of the Apartment Academy, and today's guest professor is Amy Groff, the Chief Operating Officer of the National Apartment Association. And um, today's discussion was really great. If you are not familiar with the breadth of, of, of uh, services that the NAA provides to the multifamily industry, Amy did a really great job of, of hitting those things high level today. Uh, I think you'll probably be convinced to, uh, to participate at some level in your local apartment associations after hearing uh, what it is that the NAA is doing for the members um, in their organization. So without further ado, here is Professor Groff. Hi, good morning, Amy. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. Glad to be here, Daniel. So before we start out with an overview of the National Apartment Association um, and its mission, uh, first, I, w- I wanted to have you talk a little bit about your background for a moment. You know, oftentimes executives running large uh, trade organizations have backgrounds in nonprofits or general business, um, but you you actually have experience in the industry. You come from from the industry itself, and so tell us a little about the journey that you've taken to this role as as COO of NAA. Sure. Well, I, like most property management professionals, fell into property management. I had no intention of being a property manager or managing apartment communities when I graduated from college, but I actually ended up working for a vice president of operations um, as an admin and from there became a resident property manager back in the 1990s. Um, and ever since then, I've spent my entire career um, loving operating apartment communities, but also commercial properties as well. So I have a mixed background. Um, I've primarily worked in the mid-Atlantic area. Um, I worked my way up from resident manager. I even took a step back and became an assistant manager at one point when I moved to Northern Virginia area. Um, And then worked my way up, all the way up to a senior vice president of operations here um, in the Washington metro area and have loved it. And what I really like about operations is the fact that we get to wear many hats. Um, I have a lot of experience in human resources, in finance and accounting, in managing people um, and operations. Um, Marketing is obviously a big part of our job. So we get a, a lot of experience in operations doing very many things and that's what kept it interesting and challenging for me throughout my plus 20 years in the industry. So love what I do um, and the people aspect, as everybody says, is obviously um, what kept me in the industry for a long time. Managing people and taking care of apartment homes is actually matters. Um, it's really important work that everyone does. Yeah. It, uh, so you've touched on a couple interesting things. First of all, if we could have a motto for the industry, it might be, it might be property management. We didn't intend to be here. Because that's absolutely true. There's very few people that are like, "That's what I'm going to do for a living." Um, but once you're in it, you it, it's a you. I I find it to be a, a unique career in that you really have such a breadth of responsibilities with respect to operations. You you just touched on all of them. You you have finance, you have admin, you have HR, you have operations. It, you know it, you're running. Oftentimes a 50, 100, 200 million dollar asset in some cases. And you're running all the day. If you're a community manager, 
like you're overseeing all aspects of those operations. It's an amazing, um, it's an amazing uh, experience for people that are in it. Um, in, in terms of the value of the experience, it is also at the same time very difficult, which is why, as you said, you have to like the people aspect of it has to appeal to you because so much of the rest of it is really challenging. Um, so with, with that as, as context for your own background, uh, what is the, how does the mission of NAA support uh, the folks that are in this industry? So our mission is really to just be a leading voice and a, the preeminent resource of information and knowledge and collaboration um, for the apartment industry, multifamily industry. And we do that primarily through advocacy um, and education and then a ton of resources, whether it's articles and publications or webinars or um, best practices, um, you name it, we do it. And we wanna make sure that we are providing you know, thoughtful solutions for our members who range from single family operators where they're you know, mom and pops who own and manage one to five units all the way up to the large management companies of the world and owners of the world who own more than you know 400,000 units. So you name it, we supply resources that support all of the all of the owners and operators in our industry. And about how many of those owner operators are members of the NAA? So currently we have grown over the past year. Um, about a year ago, we were a little over 10, 10 million units and now we're over 11 million units um, and 91,000 uh, actual member owner and operator members. So we continue to grow and thrive. And honestly, the past two years have really shown the need for support um, throughout this pandemic. And so, you know, our membership continue to thrive and continue to grow because obviously people people need that advocacy and need that support through trying times. Can, Amy, can you just expand for a moment on the advocacy piece? I think people understand, intrinsically understand the training part. They understand uh, the education that you that you guys provide, but I don't know that folks are as aware of the advocacy piece. Can you just expand upon that? What that means a little bit? Sure. So we have we're a federation association, and so what that means is we have over 145 um, state um, affiliates and local affiliates throughout the states that um, are comprised of what we call government affairs experts. Um, who are on top of the local and um, state jurisdictional regulations that are, are they're just taking over um, throughout this pandemic. And so um, in response to um, the pandemic, obviously we've been dealing, for example, with the CDC unlawful eviction moratorium, state moratoriums, we've got you know battles with rent control happening um, state and locally. Um, and these local affiliates are there um, working closely with the local regulators and um, legislators to make sure that our voice, that our owners and managers' voice are being heard and that we have a seat at the table when these regulations and, and policies are being made. That's on a local level and they are doing great work out there and um, we 
also have um, on the NAA national level, we have a team of folks who work on the grassroots advocacy, you know, when a policy is getting ready to be formed and being ready to be heard in, in Congress, um, we are making sure that we get the word out and through our local federations um, and making sure that the information and communication is disseminated so that people can reach out to their legislators and make sure our voice is heard. Then we also have a team of federal um, advocacy legislators um, who work with our legislators here on Capitol Hill to make sure that the federal policies that are being formulated have the voice of our, our industry and so that we make sure that policies are being formed um, when they take a look at um, impacts such as the CDC federal moratorium, how that really truly impacts the renters um, and also impacts um, the affordable housing crisis that already exists in a negative way. So that's just one example. Yeah, that's why I wanted you to touch on that a little more, Amy, because I, I'm I'm not sure, while it's always been an important aspect of, of the NAA's um, responsibilities and mission, I think in this last year, maybe, I, I'm assuming more than ever, the, the import of having um, a, a trade organization that is there trying to speak for its members has never been so important um, at the local and at the national level and trying to disseminate information in real time as it, it was constantly changing with respect to eviction guidelines and that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think people should appreciate better the service that you guys provide in that aspect. Yeah, unfortunately, our industry always gets the short end of the stick and, you know, when it comes to um, media um, and what's being said out there. And so it's our job to make sure that we are heard and we've got a whole team of folks that are constantly getting the word out in the media about, you know, we're not the big bad landlords. We are actually people who want to provide homes. We don't want to kick people out of their homes. We want people to live in our homes and provide great, comfortable homes for people. And so we're just here to support all of our owners and operators to, to help get that word out. Well, last year, 2021, was uh, certainly a year of unprecedented challenges for the industry, um, for apartment owners and operators. And so you, I think you just touched on one. What were what were some of the other um, what were some of the biggest challenges for the last year that uh, that have been issues for your members? Well, obviously, with the eviction moratoriums happening, we have um, tens of thousands and hundred thousands of dollars of unpaid rent. Um, and so obviously we have been working closely with our legislators and our state and local um, uh the people that are actually disseminating the rent relief that has been happening. So we were a big part of making sure that um, we had several states in um, Texas and Virginia, for example, amongst several others that did a really good job of disseminating the rent relief. Um, and we were making sure that we were a catalyst to provide their models of what worked really well to get that rent relief out to other states. Um, so that's one example of how we've been impacted over the past year. Um, but we've also been impacted with, for example, the supply chain issues that have happened. Um, luckily, we're coming out of that. Um, we're still feeling some impacts, though. Um, and we need to be able to maintain homes for, for our renters. And our um, supply chain issues have definitely impacted that when you aren't able to get the supplies to fix the heat or the AC or, you know, repair the, the plumbing that needs to be repaired. That's, that's a true issue. And so we have been working closely, for example, with our supplier partners that 
that in our industry that serve serve our owners and operators to make sure that the word gets out when they have the supplies available and they've been working really hard to make sure that we're supporting um, through the supply chain issues so that's another example um, and then obviously the big the big issue lately has been the lack of talent um, you know our industry has really truly been hit by the lack of talent out there and we need to as NAA support our owners and managers to help them not only find talent but retain the talent that they actually have in place and so we've um, worked closely with our members to make sure that for example, we partnered with IREM lately and we did a virtual job fair across the nation. And we were able, it was a huge success and we were able to actually find um, talent for many of our, our members through that um, virtual job fair. And we'll do another one of those this upcoming spring. Um, apartmentalize our, our main um, education conference that happens this coming June in San Diego. Um, we're continuing to have that education track and education focus um, using our talented individuals in the industry to provide education on how you need to retain your talent and how you need to pour into your employees because they're their greatest, your greatest asset. Um, so showing that the education and certification programming that we have supports the maintenance professionals, the leasing professionals, and the managers in a way that, you know, they value that education. And if you're an employer and offering that, they're going to want to stay with you because they they feel value, valued in the fact that you're, you know, allowing them to get that, you know, certification and education. So those are some examples of challenges that we've been facing over the past couple of years. Yeah, the, the the talent issue is, I think, really, as you said, front and center now. And you, so retention being one way to combat that. And so you guys offer, you know, the educational programs that you that you offer helps, makes employees feel valued, right? Because they're getting that education. What about on the, re, on the recruiting side? Is there anything that the, I mean, you did the IRM job fair. Is there anything beyond that that the NAA can do to help with recruiting, attracting people into the industry? Is there... Is there PR outreach broadly that the NAA does to promote a property management as a career? Absolutely. We have a lot of um, articles and publications that um, we um, promote um, on, a, you know, we had one recently. It was called um, How to Build a Magnetic Culture, Attract, Engage, and Retain Top Talent in a New World of Work. So that was one example, but we're constantly um, working with our members to provide a lot of great publications and resources that will aid our members in attracting new talent. Um, I know that we also uh, work closely with workforce housing professionals throughout the states and localities to really look at the um, uh, resources that exist to find that workforce talent and bring them to our members and so there are a lot of really great models out there as well um, and success stories of finding that localized talent and bringing them to our members um, and so that's continuing to be a top priority of NEAs um, working into this next year to really focus on what's working well at different state and, and localities and make that a model for everyone so the NA it's, it's, the NA has been able to 
um, to assist with some of these big challenges the last year. There's more that the NAA does beyond the, the specific examples that you mentioned. Maybe you can touch upon, you know, for example, I know that you guys have a great, you know, you, you talked a little bit about talking about the like the certification programs that you offer. There's there's more that NAA does beyond that. There's other ways that you help. Yeah, so we've got a real a lot of really great solutions like our click and lease program. So our lease, everybody is very familiar with NAA's click and lease, and it's it's a really valuable tool in leasing rental apartment homes because I just mentioned how the regulations are changing almost daily these days on a state and locality basis. And we've got a team of um, a network of lawyers and attorneys across the nation that we work with that um, are our landlord tenant um, contacts that are abreast of all the changing regulations and help us ensure that we've got a really risk, you know, we mitigate the risk for our members by staying on top of the regulations and having a lease that actually um, serves our members well. And so that lease is an electronic lease, um, which actually um, feeds through an API to your property management software. Um, so from a leasing perspective and the person that's actually renting the apartment to the renter and having to explain the lease and complete the lease and do the admin work, it's a really nice electronic solution. Um, it makes their lives a lot easier. Um, and it's, it's um, a great product that we've had in place for several years and we continue to enhance. Um, we've just um, enhanced the lease in several ways and one of the new projects that we're going to be rolling out in the next um, several months is a condensed lease. Um, everybody's used to this 26 page long lease form that, you know, nobody ever likes to really review it with, with the leasee because it takes too long to read through the whole lease. So we actually have been working on condensing our lease forms. And so that will be a project that we're rolling out in the next year. Um, and we're also going to be looking at our single family home lease as well that um, there's a great demand for and hopefully putting that on our roadmap as well. So those are some two sneak peeks of our lease product that we're really excited about. And then also we've launched um, Click and Comply, which is another great valuable tool. So when I started with NA back in 2018, one of the first things that was brought to my attention was that our members needed a tool to mitigate risk and also an operational tool to help the property management team that's on the property actually stay on top of their workflows and the operational work that they do. There was all sorts of technology out there for leasing um, professionals to help them lease and stay on top of all of their leads and manage leads. There was all sorts of um, maintenance tools too, but there was never really a tool that did everything for operations. Um, and I think Click and Comply was a really exciting opportunity for NAA um, to launch because it's a tool that really helps the on-site team and then that regional level team have a visual and a, and a tracking mechanism to manage all of the workflows that happen in their day-to-day -day operations and then have insight as far as you know, what needs to be a priority, what what had to be tabled last week because there was a fire that we now need to bring back and make it a priority, for example. Um, so this tool actually takes your policies and procedures or helps you create some new policies and procedures and put them into a workflow on a technology platform that you can use on your phone or at your office, on your laptop. Um, so it was a really great tool um, 
And what I loved about it was the fact that it helped um, owners and operators stay on top of codes that may be coming, that are new codes um, or um, codes that have been in place for a long time that you need to stay on top of. And if you don't, you could also possibly be fined or, you know, um, get in trouble with, you know, managing your asset and maintaining your asset. So it's great, great tool that we provide our members. I can go on and on. Do you want me to keep talking about solutions? <laughs> well, you, you, uh, you know, one, the, the can't miss trade show of the year, uh, at least from my perspective is of course, apartmentalize. Um, Talk a little bit about, for, for those listening who may have never attended and don't know what Apartmentalize is and don't don't understand uh, the benefits of, of attending something like that, even if your company maybe isn't even willing to pay for it, um, which is probably the case in, in with some smaller operators, um, talk a little bit about the, the benefits of, of, any, of, of Apartmentalize and uh, you know why you would recommend that people attend that event. So before I even started with NAA in my role, I had been attending Apartmentalize as an operator of apartment communities for over 10 years. Um, and my employer way back when saw value in me, a property manager attending this conference because of the education that is offered. Um, there is top-notch education um, that is offered in a three to four day span of period that covers all aspects of relevant and topical um, information to help you manage your apartments um, well. And so the tracks, for example, that are offered are um, could be sustainability tracks education topics. It could be maintenance and risk management. It could be um, diversity, equity, inclusion, um, and how to incorporate that in your day-to-day -day role. Um, so all sorts of relevant topical information and education by top-notch educators and experts in our industry. And so you want to hear from from these experts because they are going to, you're going to walk away with at least three to four great takeaways that you can actually take back to the property and implement. And that's the number one reason why you need to be here because you're going to be a better operator by attending this conference. And then secondly, yeah. And secondly, I think it's also important to attend the trade show. We have hundreds of supplier partners that work to support our industry and your business as an operator and all sorts of new supplier partners um, that come to this trade show. So you need to be there to see not only the ones that you're accustomed to and use because their business evolves and you need to learn what's new um, and improved in their world, but you also need to see what's out there that I don't know about that could possibly really help my, my business. And so attending the trade show is always a lot of fun. You get to meet a ton of people. It's great energy, um, you know, lots of food, lots of drink, and lots of chances to win fun prizes too. So it's always a lot of fun. But you definitely walk away with at least, I don't know, I used to come home and my boss would say, all right, so what did you learn? And I used to have a whole list. Okay, these are the people we need to set up meetings with. We definitely want to reach out and find out more. Um, and then lastly, it was always so much fun. I mean, going to 
the uh, apartmentalized conference as a property manager or a regional property manager, it's a chance to get away from your property and have some fun and let loose. And we do. We have a blast. Um, we There are tons of parties that happen and, you know, it's a chance to see people that you haven't seen in over a year or two and you always reconnect. We always say property management's a small world. It really is because once you start going to apartmentalize, you make friends and they're friends for life and you keep seeing the same 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 friends year over year and it's it's just a lot of fun uh, there's a, a lot of movement in the business and apartmentalize is a great opportunity to to see the folks that maybe you used to work with that are now someplace else it's you know that's one other thing about the industry is you know we're, the, the individual companies are not really competitors in that way they certainly don't act in that way they don't they don't you know fee, that's not the feeling you have when you talk to somebody from another uh, from another property management company, you know, even if you're operating properties in the same community, there's such a great feeling of of cooperation and teamwork, and we're all in this together because I think people move around so much. You're like, you know, I might be working for your company in in two years, and and apartmentalize just embodies that. It brings everybody together for these great events, and people just so warm and happy to see each other. I I, I um, if you're not if you're an operator and you're not funding somebody from your company to go and attend you, you know you're really doing yourselves and your your team a disservice by not giving them that opportunity um well amy before we wrap up is there anything on naa's horizon anything you guys are looking at um i mean you've been <laughs> i know I, by the way we should recognize this the last year has been tough on you guys too right i mean apartmentalize is uh you know has obviously been impacted by covid and and all and all of your events uh, so um uh so i know it's been a difficult year for you guys maybe difficult two years um but is there any are you able to to um to still look forward is there anything you guys have on the horizon oh gosh yes yes i mean if if anything the past two years have taught us that things change rapidly and dramatically um and we've got to be flexible and our industry certainly has been They've been flexible and adaptable, and we've got PropTech still front and center in our industry, and um, we've got lots of um, challenges as far as regulatory challenges and policy challenges. Um, so our top priorities really are evolving and enhancing and um, strengthening our advocacy. Um, and so we've been working hard with our members through a task force to really come up with a new strategy um, to strengthen and enhance our, our advocacy. And so look forward to more of that to come in the next year because that's a huge priority. We've got a huge affordable housing crisis that is um, here. And unless some major changes happen um, in, in many different ways, um, we're gonna we're gonna be battling it out, and we we need to we need to find some solutions for this this crisis. And so advocacy, more things to come on that. I'm really excited about, and then education. We've brought on a new um, VP of NAAEI who is currently um, working on a lot of exciting things for our education and our certification programs. And so um, I'm excited to see what's to come with our new leader on board. Um, and we are going to be definitely making that a focus and a priority. Obviously, talent and 
uh, finding talent and retaining talent is part of the reason why we need to strengthen our education and our certification programming. So that's to come. And I already kind of mentioned, um, we're always looking at solving problems for our members. We're always looking at finding solution technology platforms and solutions to solve problems for members. So there's going to be more to come on that front as well. Um, but, you know, we've already got two great solutions, which is the click and lease and click and comply. And so um, excited to continue to pour into both of those and make those a priority for our members. Great. We're, we're lucky to have you there in Washington, D.C. on our behalf, Amy. Um, thanks for all that you guys do. Um, if, uh, if you're not participating in your local apartment association, please consider doing so. Um, you get a lot of great benefits. Amy touched on some of them already. Um, and uh, it gives you a chance to start participating in this really vibrant ecosphere that, that sort of all spirals up towards the National Apartment Association. So uh, they do great stuff, as you, as you guys have all heard. So, Amy, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Well, class is now dismissed, and my office hours are posted. So thanks for logging in and listening today. If you've enjoyed these podcasts and you feel like your management company could use a little advice from some of the professors here at the Apartment Academy, then go to our website, apartmentacademy.com, and click Help Me. We'll send you a questionnaire and provide individualized responses to your answers at no charge that I guarantee will offer you insights on ways you can immediately improve apartment operations. Until next time, thanks for joining us. 